Dillon, up ahead, Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State is headed to the plus. Welcome back, everybody, um, to Spartan Crazies podcast. Here with me, Tim, aka Illuminati on Twitter, and Ryan, aka Spartan Ryan on Twitter. Or is it is it still Spartan Ryan? Yes, correct. Okay, well, you guys probably know that anyway. But we just have a, a joyous come together for this podcast um, after what was just certainly a game for the ages on Saturday. <laughs> um, you know, I have some things to say about it. I think Ryan has like at least one thing to say about it. Um, but really what uh, it all comes down to is um, this is going to be an awesome season. Just they're going <laughs> to win a lot. So this is my feeling about this season. That's how I feel about this season. Okay, go ahead, Ryan. All right. So, as most of you know, I spent the week last week laughing about how bad Rutgers is. Well, they kicked our ass. So, they hadn't won a Big Ten game since 2017. So, yeah, get all the laughs out you want of me, Rutgers fans. Y'all deserve it. I'd be laughing at me, too. So, uh, yeah, we suck. Let's just get it out there. Not a good team. I think the one game that I say that we might be favored in the rest of the year is that Maryland game. And I think it's like week six. So, yeah, that's going to be the showdown of the two shittiest teams and probably the two shittiest teams in the conference. So you got that to look forward to. But, yeah, Rutgers – okay, seriously, though. You turn the ball over seven times, you're not going to win. This period. I mean – and, like, I'm all for giving Mel Tucker time. Like, the people that are like, oh, my gosh, she sucks as a coach based on one game or dumb. Did he, did he coach bad? Objectively, did he coach bad on Saturday? Yeah, probably. He didn't do a great job. Uh, but to say, yeah, he's not a good coach just based on one game and you – is just ridiculous. Please stop. Uh, yeah, you got to at least give the guy a chance. I mean, most of us knew coming in that his roster wasn't going to be good. Uh, it's not a good, not a good, not a great roster. Not a ton. Of, I mean, there's talent at some places on the roster. Not a lot though. It's not loaded. Uh, it's going to be, I, I somehow talked myself into saying this team could win four games possibly and, uh, terrible, bad take. I always do that. Like every off season, like I try to convince myself, Hey, this team could be decent. And then <laughs> take some massive shit. So, uh, yeah, terrible game. Please, Connor Hayward should never play ever again. Please sit him. I I am still flabbergasted that he got the amount of playing time that he got. Uh, Jaden Reed can be a stud if he can hold on to the football. Can't fumble twice. I mean, yeah. 
So, congratulations, Druckers. You won your first game in the Big Ten in three years, and you are no longer the laughing stock of the Big Ten Conference. Michigan State is for now, so congratulations. But, yeah, so. I have uh, kind of one thing to ask you. Um, mm -hmm. (laughs) The Connor Hayward thing. I guess Mel Tucker said something about he earned it in practice. Let's take that for what it is. Mel Tucker came in, gave everyone a fresh slate. What is, what are your thoughts if this continues? If he's still winning the position in practice and he's playing and just being terrible? Because what was that first offensive sequence with him? Uh, he got like negative yard, one yard, Blew a tackle for a fumble. Um, objectively, football coaches can't look at that film and go, okay, this is still our guy. He's just got to fix X, Y, and Z. What do, what's your thought on that? I mean, anybody that watched him before when he before he put himself in the portal last year objectively knew this guy is not a running back. I mean, the, the dude, again, I, I, I can't tell you how many times he'd done this before missed a hole and he could have had a run for 50 yards. Instead, he runs up the wrong, he goes the wrong way, misses the hole and he gets a three yard game. It's just the guy's not a running back period. He should not be playing. But I, I get what you're saying. I like it, If he earns it in practice, then okay, I kind of get it. But like once you've seen him on that first series, it's like, okay, uh, it might be time to put the other, the guy, the big tens, uh, returning leading rusher in the game who barely played. And yeah, he wasn't great, but he didn't get it. He should have been getting the bulk of the carries. I'm talking about Elijah Collins. I'm sure most of you knew that. Um, but yeah, if that continues, I'm going to lose it. I'm, I'm, I, I can't tell you the amount of times I screamed at the television on Saturday when I saw number 11 on the field. And he, you know what? He's not bad in the screen game. But he is not a guy who you're gonna get who you should be giving a series to to play running back. I mean, the, the dude is just objectively not a running back. Could he possibly play at a different position like linebacker? Is he an H? Yeah, he could be an H back. I, I would be fine with that. Can he? Can you try him out in another position like linebacker? Yeah, I wouldn't have an issue with that. Dude is not a running back. Stop playing him there. I mean, it's just anybody who has watched Michigan State football the last. What is it? This is the third year he's been at MSU. He's not a running back. Stop it. I, this is, I, he's, I can't remember if he was on the team in 2017 or not. But, yeah, he was. But stop. Stop it. He's not a running back. Stop playing him there. Well, I would have to think that that the, the coaching staff is going to see that. If they have any semblance of, you know, like, logic in their body um but another thing that i wanted to bring up um the fumbles we've had a lot of discussions on this in our group chat um we've had some really (laughs) (laughs) it's actually just between me and my mom yeah yeah me and her our group chat it's (laughs) popping um and we had a lot of discussions on this topic um, you know, there are people who say, I'll go down, I'll die on the hill that it's coaching. I actually had my dad call me 
this is a true story. He wasn't. A, he's not a football guy, by the way. Um, call me and say that Mel Tucker just like pretty much declaring him at Michigan State a failure. Uh, yeah, because ridiculous. because of the inter- the uh, turnovers, and he's like, "That's coaching. You don't have seven unless bad coaching." So, of course, there's got to be an element of coaching. There's, you know, a muff punt or whatever you want to call it. Um, the Jalen Naylor play. Where yeah, you muff that can't yeah. be coaching, in my opinion. That's um, not coaching. If you're a D one Power Five football player, just catch the ball. That's on you. Um, but there's, you know. There's the video that came out on Twitter today. You know, they're just working on ball security all week. <laughs> Obviously, you would hope that they would. If they didn't, it would be a little questionable, right? But what right. do you think on this topic? Uh, to say that he's a failure, first of all, to say he's a failure based on one game, stop. Just, just no, like I said in the beginning. It's not fair. I think that, I'm going to go on a tangent here, but uh, – I feel like you need to give him at least three years. I think that's fair for any new coach at a Power 5 program, especially one that doesn't have a lot of talent like MSU right now, that's lacking talent, especially on the lines. Um, but uh, I, I, you can't blame all seven fumbles on coaching. I mean, a couple of – like the – the Jaden Reed and Jaden Reed is going to be a very good football player. If he can, if, especially if he can hold on to the football and not fumble. Uh, that was just him. That might've, some of that might've been coaching. I doubt it. Cause I'm, I, any coach that's coaching at a power five, I would hope coaching at a power five level preaches ball security and how to carry a football. And he, he was lackadaisical with the football and kind of kept it open and, Lost it twice, uh, but uh, no, and it's it's not fair to blame that completely on coaching. Yeah, and they did show that they were working on ball security. I think multiple times this week, uh, but no, to blame it's not completely on coaching. Yeah, but there's always some element of coaching needs to be blamed. Like like there were people that just refused. I, even with I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the old staff again here that there was a segment of the fan base that refused to criticize them or blame anything on the old coaching staff. As I remember, they're like, when when the offensive line sucked, oh, there were so many injuries, uh, blah, blah, blah. What what are the coaches supposed to do about that? I mean, I get what they're saying, but at the same time, you can't have a terrible offensive line for three straight years. So there's multiple things that, uh, I mean, yeah, some of it's always going to be on coaching. But players got to play. And at some point, the players have to hold on to the football. And there's only so much a coach can do to have you hold on to the football. That is what it is. In yeah, my personal Yeah, opinion. I I kind of agree. It's just that I'm not, I'm not perfectly versed on football. I don't know all right. the little details and, you know, the things that a football player sees, I don't see those types of things. Well, I never, I, I personally never played, but I feel like I've watched enough to know that um, you, a coach can only do so much for a team. Like you can't blame seven football, seven fumbles on on coaching completely. Like that's just ridiculous. At some point, the players got to play football. I feel like that's true for any sport. 
like the people that blame coaching for like for let's go into basketball here people that blame coaching for players not making shots that are wide open Syrac- how the hell do you blame coaching for that? exactly and, and I, I that's a different story and i blame there's there's there is blame to go around there on Izzo for that game but that's them missing shots not his fault yeah. You can only do so we, much we when you're getting down, open looks. We can't go down this rabbit hole. But. Yes, 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 yes. I, we're, we're going down in a rabbit but, hole here. But to be clear, MSU makes one more shot of the they win, ridiculous ones. That, exactly. The, history is rewritten. Um, and that's, you know, those one extra inch on this play gets you the first down. Who knows? They go on to win. It, that's sports for you. Yep. You know, you're just playing – um, revisionist historian. So, um, anyway, continue. Um, but yeah, so seriously though, you, if you fumble the ball seven times, you're not, you're probably 95% of the time you're not going to win. And if you, if you turn the ball over seven times, um, the fact that they only lost by what, 11 points. Pretty, I mean, that's, they would have won this game, but they fumble if they turn over the ball five times or four times. They win the game. Uh, this is something that they can at least clean up. This team has a, a countless amount of flaws. They're not that good. Uh, are they a worse team than Rutgers? I mean, hell, I don't know. Do I think they'll be better at them uh, as the year goes on? I would hope. I think they will. Um. I don't. I don't. I. I think Rutgers is gonna. For the record, we'll get into picks. You know, later on. Uh, I think Rutgers is gonna get shellacked by Indiana this weekend. Uh, I don't think that they're good. That might be the only game they win all year. I think they'll probably beat Maryland. They'll go two and they'll go two and six in the regular season. They'll beat Maryland. But uh, yeah. So just, I mean, it's a bad loss. I mean. I, and people that are saying, uh, what, what do you expect? I mean, I, I do expect Michigan State to beat the laughing stock of Power 5 football, or regardless of if it's a new staff, uh, all that crap. Like, I'm not absolving the coaching staff from any from all blame here. They, they, they deserve to take some blame for what happened on Saturday. It's just not all their fault. Like, there is middle ground here. You could be upset with the way the game is coached. Like a guy like Connor Hayward shouldn't be getting the bulk of the carries. Like, period. It shouldn't happen. Uh, and that that's on the coaching staff. That's their fault. Um, but to declare this a already a failure in game one is just ridiculous. And I've seen that from multiple people, and it's just not fair at all. Like I I, I know you're not a big football guy, Tim, but can you imagine if uh, – I mean, I know basketball is different because there's more games, but can you imagine if, like, a new coach at a Power 5 program lost some, like, really bad team and the first – like, or they lost, like, three straight and they lost them to not good teams. And people were saying, oh, this is already a failure coaching hire. Can you imagine how ridiculous that would sound? Yeah, I – I agree. Like, like I agree. Like, that, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, uh, with some people. Well, it okay. It's the pandemic. Everybody's just everything is just amplified. You're not hungry. You're super hungry. 
you know, you're not mad about the Republicans. You're super mad about the, you know, everything's just like extra right. right now. And, you know, seven turnovers is a lot. I don't, can't even remember the last time I've seen that in a football game. 1984, I think, was the last time MSU had seven turnovers in a game. Well, that's quite some time. So, yeah. <laughs> um, People are like, this is historically bad. Everything sucks. And he's got to go. I knew it. <laughs> um, that's just like, I don't know. Uh, my dad's saying it. I just laugh because he doesn't even like watch <laughs> the games, really. Seriously. I mean, he's a fan, but right, he doesn't go out of his way. And um, even with the basketball team, which he likes more, he doesn't like go out of his way he's super old so i mean super old right. and, like, he doesn't know how to like figure out how to watch it on his computer or something so he's just so, like well i'm so, not watching sorry it. tim is sorry tim's dad you're not that old if you're listening to the podcast i promise no, he's pretty old but um the point is is i don't actually think what he was saying like mattered but right. the thing is there's a lot of people saying stuff like that Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I have multiple. I have, I know multiple people that have said that, and I'm like, dude, come on. I and some of these people are the same people who, who, uh, I mean, I think some of these people are just people that are that are upset that D'Antonio left, and uh, they they didn't want him to leave, and they can't get they can't move on. I think that's part of it, and some of them are just like overreactionary people, and I like. I try to, I do try to have a middle ground. Like, yeah, I get angry. I scream in the TV during the game and I'll take like, you know, like a, hopefully a couple hours I try. And then I like try to put together like, Hey, try to put together my thoughts of what happened. And like, I, like I, I was angry during the game, but that, like even like an hour after I'm like, dude, whatever. Like I knew this team was going to suck. I knew they weren't going to be that good. I I mean it's a it, does this year really mean a lot in the long scheme of things with with the reduced schedule and I mean hell we we're gonna get into this a little bit too but Wisconsin Wisconsin just had they're they're down three quarterbacks they're down to their fourth string quarterback right now and two of them are one of them is because of an injury two of them are because because of COVID I mean does anybody if and, and Wisconsin might lose to Nebraska who is really bad just because of uh, and Paul Christ also tested positive for COVID, by the way, and their coach. Uh, they might lose to Nebraska this weekend because they're down to their fourth straight quarterback. I mean, does anybody actually believe that Nebraska is a better team than Wisconsin? Absolutely not. But you know what? This is the scenarios we've been given due to the pandemic going on right now. And yeah, this this season, it's going to be in the record books, et cetera. I don't think it means much. In the, I think that there should be asterisks on, on things. Absolutely. Like, uh, I mean, just like, come on, man. I with like Wisconsin's literally down to their fourth string quarterback because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like insane. Um, it's nuts. But I thought that they weren't playing. They are not. Oh, that's right. You're right. They they canceled the game. Duh. I. Uh, yeah, because they're trying I, to like play Chattanooga State or something. Yeah, yeah. Nebraska being stupid again, and now they're crying because they they didn't get. The Big Ten said no, you can't play against an FCS team, and 
they made a big deal about it again because they cry about everything. But uh, yeah, yeah I mean, Nebraska is just been a shit show in the conference. They, they, they should. If, if they left, nobody would give a shit. They can go. <laughs> like I, I can. Like if you told me Nebraska was leaving the conference tomorrow, I'd be like, bye, see ya. Nobody really cares. I mean, literally on Twitter they, today, they, they came in. They came into the conference. Like their fans thought they were going to run the conference. They haven't won a Big Ten title. They haven't so, done any. Well, they in the did, Big Ten, they sports, went to they went, they went, went to Indianapolis one year, and they got their they, Wisconsin beat them by like forty points. They got seventy points put on them. Um, no, uh, I actually saw people on Twitter today, like, like talking hopefully um, about like the chances of. Nebraska leaving and some other better school coming. <laughs> like people are, it's almost like a dude, new dude. I can hire. I can like name people are excited almost. I can name fifteen. I mean, we're going again. We're kind of going off topic here, but I can name at least ten schools I'd rather have in the conference than Nebraska that are viable options. Honestly, I mean, well, yeah, we could. I we mean, could we could seriously list it off. I mean, if you really want, because no, 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 <laughs> no. That's just like a crazy wish list. We don't need to do all that. There's obvious <laughs> ones. I mean, just think about it. There's obvious ones. Notre Dame. Yeah. I know that's like weird and probably would never happen, but never gonna happen. Cincinnati. Hell, I'd take them. West Virginia, I mean, easy. People have said Pitt. Texas. That seems weird geographically, but yeah, we could just Pittsburgh. keep going. Yeah. Um, yep. So, we're, what were we even talking about before? <laughs> we were talking about uh, this season and how much it really matters in the long scheme of things, how how it's going to be looked at in, like, five, ten years. Oh, uh, yeah. So, my opinion is, like, exactly yours. Like, it, if they go winless – that would be bad if they go winless and get like oh that's unacceptable their shit their I, I, brains beaten yeah. in for you know that would be bad that's when you start thinking uh oh worrying but yep. one game like really even if it's against Rutgers I mean you just can't let's let's just say we're not looking at the schedule let's just say they win three games in the end of the season you're like okay I'm okay with that terrible weird COVID season whatever let's go this yeah. this season they're not gonna be bull eligible. There's, there, there's, dude. They're taking every, literally every team is bull eligible. They, they literally said that they can, any bull can invite whatever team they want. Oh my god, so stupid. I'm not kidding. It's okay, so dumb. Yeah, that, it's, it's like legit pointless. Okay, well, they're not going to be a team that like matters for anything. Let's say it that way. So, right. you know, I guess just we want to, like we said on. I don't probably multiple times now on this podcast. We just want to see them progress. And honestly, they started so low, it's almost impossible that they don't <laughs> progress just a little bit. But I guess it's possible with that game coming up, which is a perfect oh, segue. God. Okay, so everybody knows who MSU is playing this weekend. First of all, let's get out of the way. Fuck you, Michigan. I hate literally everything about you. I hate your fan base. I hate your coach. I hate pretty much every single one of your players. I hate your stadium. I uh, fuck you. So let's get that out of the way right away. Uh, if MSU somehow could win this game, the amount of trolling I would do on social media would be nuts. I would have 
probably 75% of their fan base that has not blocked me have me blocked on Twitter. I would, uh, but it's not going to happen. So Michigan beat the shit out of Minnesota last week. Uh, it was a pretty impressive win. I'm not even going to lie. I uh, think they, it was like 49 to 24. Minnesota was missing most uh the right side, pretty much the entire right side of their offensive line, if I remember right. Uh, but Michigan just clobbered them. I mean, they pretty much dominated them the whole game. Uh, so coming in, Joe Milton is another Michigan quarterback who's gotten a lot of hype. Stop me if you've heard that before. But he looked pretty good. I'll give him this. He looked pretty good on Saturday. Uh Michigan's defensive line is just probably going to eat MSU's uh, offensive line for lunch. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is just going to absolutely destroy MSU. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just I'm pretty sure. Pretty, I, I, this is the least excited. I, last year, I was not excited about the game at all. This year, I'm even less excited about it because I just know we're going to get our ass kicked. And like I, I just don't really care at this point. Like, it, like as long as they show me some improvement and don't turn the ball over five. Uh, let's just put the let's just put the benchmark at three. Actually, if you can turn the ball over less than three times, I'll be happy this week. That's how bad it's gotten. Uh, my expectations for MSU football. That's how low they've gotten. Like I just. Tim, I'm I'm just not expecting much of anything this weekend. I I, I don't. I, my caring level is so low. I've never, like, and it's depressing. Like, I want to care about this game. We, honestly, let's, we've kicked the shit out of them for the most part for the last decade. Uh, and other than, like, the, the last three out of the last four years have kind of sucked. But, uh, I mean, I don't know what to say, man. I'm not, I'm just not excited. We're going to get, it's, it's not going to get, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. And this just feels like I'm sure this is how Michigan fans felt going into their into the 2014 game when they knew Brady Hoke was gonna like this is obviously MSU's got a new staff, so it's different, but they went in that game knowing Brady Hoke was gonna get canned and that we were gonna beat the shit out of them. So I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Like we suck. We're not good. Uh at least we uh, I like in yeah, the, for some, for a lot of the fan base, the honeymoon's over with the new staff. As unfair as that is, uh, like I'm just like if if he could somehow win this game, the, the amount of it would be so funny to see the the flips, uh, the flip the fan base would take after just crying. Some people just crying all week, saying this hire is a failure. To oh my god, he is the greatest thing ever if he wins this game. Like, can you just imagine how people would react? I, I it's not it's not gonna happen, but it would be so funny. I can't even <laughs> um it would be a very weird feeling. Um kind of similar to that monsoon game when the monsoon it's the only reason you won. Oh shit! I got breaking news. Uh oh. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence just tested positive for COVID. Oh. So that's not good. 
I'm sure he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Clemson's quarterback, so that's something to keep an eye on. Literally just came across my phone. Uh, so hopefully he gets better. But so the difference, and I, I'm going to get back into the Michigan game in a second, but uh, the difference between the ACC and the other conferences and what the Big Ten's doing with COVID is that Big Ten players, and I think this is ridiculous, and I, I'm not a I'm not a COVID's hoax. If you if you if you follow me on Twitter and you've listened to anything I've said in this pot, I think it's a very real thing. But the Big Ten is having players; uh, they have to sit 21 days uh, from their first uh, from their first positive test. They they are out for three weeks. In other conferences, I think it's seven days. So the Big Ten. And yeah, I get they're taking it seriously, and that's a good thing. But I think that's just overblown. So Wisconsin's two quarterbacks are out for three weeks. They're not just with the game canceled this week. I mean, they're not just missing a canceled game. They're going to be out for until uh, I think till they play. I, think, I don't know if they'd be back for their Michigan game or not. So that's something to keep an eye out for in the future. If any MSU players test positive for COVID, they got to sit twenty-one days, which. I don't know if you what do you think about that, Tim? But I think that that's kind of that's kind of ridiculous. That's a that's an interesting topic. Um, I haven't I haven't really kept up to date with the official stance of the World Health Organization, but in my opinion, and this might not be popular, um, they're probably doing because of two weeks. I've heard two weeks thrown around throughout this whole pandemic. So let's just say two weeks is some mm-hmm. sort of standard. If they're doing like, hey, these are um, student athletes and it's not about, you know, let's make sure they play. It's more about safety for these guys. If they're putting like a safety uh, factor on that, saying another three weeks to really try to minimize the spread, in my opinion, I think they're doing the correct thing, but, you know, if it turns out that that's really, it was overkill and unnecessary, yeah, you could say they weren't, they were being too cautious, but err on the side of caution, though, Um, I, I mean, isn't the SEC something like three days? That's just like it's 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 a week, I think. Oh, I, I thought I, I'm not. I'm not. It might be three. Three days would SEC, just be like don't, legit. Don't, yeah, that wouldn't shock me. I I don't know. I'll I'll look it up once we're done. If but, you're trying to be uh, extra cautious, I feel like it's hard to really sort of criticize that. But you know, I'm no health expert. I would like to see. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not right. I'm not going to blame a health I'm not I'm not a health expert either. I'm never going to act like one and I am all for you know taking this virus seriously, masking up, all that that, that needs to be done. Um but the the like you said, I if, if you put it at 2 weeks, I think that that's a that it's fine. I have no problem with that. I think 3 is a little bit of overkill to be honest, but I get I get what you're saying on area on the side of caution. I I just think it's a little bit too much. Well, but I get like I, I I get I get the liability standpoint from, you know, these are student athletes; they're not employees. I I totally get what you're saying on that, and I mean, let's let's be real that 
the, like, this is I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent again here, but these guys aren't treated like student athletes most of the time. They're treated like employees, and that's that's a whole different story. We can get into that on another day. But uh, from a student athlete perspective, that might be the right thing to do. Now that I think about that, it's actually a pretty good point. But yes, Trevor Lawrence tested positive for COVID, so he is out this week for their game against Boston College, which they should not have a problem winning. So a little bit of breaking news for you during the podcast recording. Wow, that was absolutely riveting. My hands are sh- my <laughs> hands are shaking. Um, uh, have we talked Michigan to your, you know, extent? Like, did you want to say anything? More? I mean, I, I, to, okay, basically, Michigan, uh, their defensive line is really good. Um, they're I, I talked about them a little bit. Aiden Hutchinson's their best player on the defensive line. And he's going to eat MSU's offensive line. He's going to eat them for lunch. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, Michigan's running backs aren't great. But MSU also had issues last week. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco is a pretty good back. But uh, Michigan's offensive line is obviously better than Rutgers is. Um, even though they, they replaced four guys and they looked they looked solid on – Saturday, I was surprised. I thought they'd struggle. I thought Minnesota would win that game, but they just dominated them, and I was wrong about that. Uh, Michigan's corners aren't great. Um, so I, the one thing MSU might be able to take advantage of is uh, Jaden Reed against their secondary and Jalen Naylor, uh, two, especially Jalen Naylor's speed. Uh, obviously, Jalen Naylor, he runs like a fourth. He, he's got like four three speed. The dude is a legit burner. Uh, so if you can get those guys the ball in space, I think you can uh, make some plays. Uh, and that, that if MSU is, has any chance of winning this game, they have to get the running game going a little bit. And I don't think that's going to happen against Michigan's defensive line. I, uh, and Eli, Elijah Collins needs to get the bulk of the carries. No Connor Hayward on a whole series, please. I'm begging you, don't do it. Um, but yeah, so, and I guess we could talk a little bit about Rocky. Uh, obviously I'm not a huge Rocky fan. I think I made that clear in a couple podcasts. Uh, but he, he was better than I thought he would be on Saturday. Uh, threw for 316 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. One of them was a miscommunication pick. Uh, one of them was just a really stupid throw. Uh, but no, he looked better than I thought he would. Uh, I ho- hopefully he can have another uh, 300 yard game on Saturday. That'd be awesome. But uh, I think it's pretty clear that they're going to roll with Rocky for a while until, unless things go to absolute shit with him. And uh, he's clearly the guy right now. I was surprised that Thorne or Day didn't get any snaps on uh, Saturday, but uh I can't really complain about how Rocky played. I thought he played okay other than that one pick and they had that miscommunication with, uh, I think it was Jalen Naylor he was trying to throw the ball to. Uh, and He either ran the wrong route or Rocky made a mistake and uh, put the ball in the wrong spot. But, yeah, so Michigan's, uh, like I said, Joe Bilton looked pretty solid on Saturday. I, I, I like, There's not a lot that you can – 
take completely because I don't think that they threw I, – I didn't watch the entire game that they played against Minnesota. I watched part of it. But uh, he, I don't think he threw the ball downfield that much. I think they ran a lot of short routes. So uh, I don't think you could take a lot other than MSU needs to play tight and uh, not let them uh, get the ball in space, uh, which is what Michigan likes to do with their offense. They've liked to do that for the last uh, – like year, like they they did that a lot last year with the new offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis. So, really, I mean, Michigan's favored by twenty four, and we're going to get into picks a little bit. But man, I, I'm I'm actually expecting them to cover that spread. Man, I I just think it's going to get ugly real quick on Saturday. Yeah, I think um, you know. I keep going back to that graphic we looked at in the last podcast. Michigan has so much more talent. They should beat uh, MSU. They should beat them pretty badly, to be honest. Yeah, and and and, uh, and the thing is, Tim, uh, like, like they they did have based on stars, even with Hope, they had more talent than MSU. Just had the better coaching. Like, I can't say now. Uh, I can't say – obviously, I can't say now, and I couldn't have said in the last couple of years with the way D'Antonio's staff was coaching, that MSU could just win based on coaching and uh, development because that I, I, I don't know what the hell you have with the staff. So – and I, I – I, and I, all of you know my opinion on Jim Harbaugh. I, I don't think he's a bad coach. I don't think that he's uh, – and, and you know what? I'll own my take last week. I thought P.J. Fleck – I, I said, hey, P.J. Fleck's a better coach than Harbaugh. Uh, P.J. didn't do a great job on Saturday. So, you know, I, I was – and, you know, maybe P.J. is a better coach. I, it's hard to go on one sample size. Hey, say this guy is the better coach than, you know, the other guy. But uh, Michigan just outplayed them. They were better prepared on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, Harbaugh is – is a is he's a he's not a great coach. He's a good coach. He's going to most of the time he's going to beat the shit out of teams that uh, that he's supposed to beat. I mean, this is a game he's supposed to win. He's probably going to just gonna. I mean, you know, he's not going to let up. He's going to if he can run the score up, he's going to do it. And shit, I don't blame him. Uh, you know, so I'm just uh, I'm not expecting this to be pretty, man. Like I, this is going to be. Wouldn't be surprised if it's a three-touchdown game at halftime, honestly. Oh, I mean, it could be worse than that. It might. It honestly might. I wouldn't be surprised. But the spread's 24-and-a-half. That's why I said three touchdowns. I've tried to be generous. <laughs> I wanted to say about Rocky, I remember you and Tico having the conversation. I guess Tico liked him, and you know, a lot of people didn't want Rocky. Um, I never really kind of – Sorry, uh, I never really understood um, why people disliked him so much. But then again, I kind of um, I you didn't see well. Him play a it's lot. not that. It's that I kind of just like defer to the people who know more than me. So you know, I I right. trust that you know what you're talking about. Um, I know you know what you're talking about. But I've seen him play, and it looked like he had a 
strong arm, I guess. He's got he's he has a he has a hell of a Okay, arm. so I'll say this about and that was kind of yeah, go ahead. He 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 has a great arm. His issue has always been accuracy. He before this I think before this year he had a forty two percent completion percentage. Uh so not great. <laughs> I mean that's that's just not gonna win you many games in, in the Big Ten. Uh, like, it, you know, maybe he got better with his accuracy. He made a couple stupid throws on Saturday. You know, uh, he probably got away with a couple, but, you know, he made, he did some nice things. I mean, I, he was better than I thought he would be. Uh, like, I thought they were going to be having guys shuttle in and out like, you know, MSU did in 2013. And, no, I'm not saying this team could be anything like the 2013 team, but – they, that that year they were like you know switching like I think it was every quarter of the first couple of games they were just going from uh, uh, Maxwell Cook uh, Tyler O'Connor they were letting those three guys split the reps and you know they went straight with the Rockies so clearly the staff thinks that he's the guy right now so uh, like I'm willing to roll with him until he starts making mistakes and his accuracy goes to complete hell like I, I don't have a problem with it but. Uh, you know, we'll see if he can. I mean, Michigan's a whole different story compared to Rutgers, so he better bring his A game if he wants to keep that job. Yeah, I mean, so we'll see what I happens. Think it's fair that he's getting a chance. You'd have to say it's like him getting a, a full game and maybe even two full games, three full games. That's got to help a little bit with confidence and. And um, accuracy, probably, right? Yeah, I I do think that. I mean, on players like I know this is gonna be shocking to you, Tim. But players can improve, you know. <laughs> no, uh, well, uh, how many stars was he? Because otherwise, <laughs> he was three. He was uh, he was a uh, three. I think he was like a. Uh, I I don't know if you're actually being serious, but he was a. Uh, I think he was rated in the 600s in the composite, so he wasn't like a super highly rated recruit. But I mean, Iowa wanted him, but he was from there, so uh, no, it's not like he didn't have Big Ten offers. So there were some schools that wanted him, but uh, I mean, he's I I, I always thought I, I I've always I, I still feel this way. I think that Peyton Thorne is going to be the guy in the future, just based on what I've read about him. Uh, I don't know if that's going to come this year or it's going to come a couple of years down the line or what the hell is going to happen, but I do think he's going to be the guy in the future. Uh, but Rocky, I mean, he deserves he deserves a chance, man. I mean, it's a new staff. They said that they were going to give uh, everybody a clean slate, and obviously for better or for worse, <clears throat> Connor Hayward. But, uh, uh, you know, like you said, I think it's fair that he deserves a shot. I, uh, I, I'm not, I don't think that they're basing this just on seniority like the old staff used to do with some guys and it used to come back to bite him in the ass but i mean clearly the staff thinks that he's good enough to get the job done and i think he did almost all that he could other than you know make a couple bad decisions on saturday and uh i'm cool with it as long as he uh i think he was 20 let me let me look at his stat line i think he was 20 for 33 on saturday which is which isn't bad i mean no third oh 31 of 43. So he had a 72% completion percentage. That's pretty damn good. So, like, I'm cool with 
as long as he keeps on doing that, he can keep he he can keep he can keep the starting job. I have no I have no issue with that. I was actually the whole reason I brought him up is I even said this on Twitter. I said, you look at Rocky's stats, and this was before he had a second interception. Is that what you were saying? He threw two picks. The first one was yeah, miscommunication one. The second one, I think, was a, was a bad was a. I bad posed throw. this question before the second one. Okay, he just had the one, but um, take that into consideration. I said, if you're looking at this person's stat line, and it's Rocky Lombardi's right now, you would say he's having a blank kind of game. What would you say? Like what you just said, um, it was pretty good. Right, I mean, other than two picks, like I, I'll take that. I'll take a thirty-one to forty-three for three hundred nineteen yards and three touchdowns. Give me, I'll take that any day. You, you give me an option before a game any day. Say, hey, this is your quarterback stat line. You're going to take it. I'm going to absolutely. Well, that's my point. Why would I say right? no? To that's that? my point. And so, um, I want. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I played football. I can tell he sucks. You know, there's so many of those guys. But um, let's just see, you know. Um, it probably isn't going to translate if things next go week. To hell, <laughs> exactly. If things go to hell in a handbasket this week, then you know what? Fine. Give the other guys reps. But if he throw, if he does the same thing, that, and I'm not saying he's going to do the same thing. So don't take this out of context. But uh, – like I'm talking to people listening, but uh, if he does that, if if, if uh, he does that again, then yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna be happy. It's against a better team, and I'm gonna say yeah, this dude should keep the starting job. Like it's just, but I I would be shocked if he has a game like he did last week. I I I think it's gonna get ugly. He's not gonna have time to throw. I mean, Michigan's defensive line is legit. Uh. I, I hate I hate saying all these nice things about Michigan, man. I wish you could say, "Hey, we're gonna beat the shit out of them." Uh, they suck. Uh, we're just better than them. Like I can't name, like maybe our linebackers are better than theirs. Maybe, and even that's a stretch. I think we have the best linebacker out of both teams. I think Antoine Simmons is better than any linebacker they have. But like I can't think of like one position where I'm like, "Oh yeah." Okay, maybe running back with Elijah Collins. And he he wasn't good last week, but he is one of the best running backs in the Big Ten. I think that 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 running back and linebacker are like the two spots. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll take an MSU guy over a Michigan guy. Like other than that, like it's like what the hell? Like maybe maybe I would get throw Xavier Henderson in there at safety. But man, I mean MSU just does not have the talent right now. It's just so it's just sad to see. It really is. Well, yeah, I think it's good that we all just kind of accept this and it'll be a lot easier for sure. I mean, um, I think you and I both know they're going to get killed. Most people know they're going to get killed. So um, maybe let's try to make some money off of it, right? Bet on a, a good <laughs> bet on it. Great segue. Yeah. <laughs> Great segue. Um, I actually have last week's scores pulled up. I don't know. Did you write down our picks? I didn't. It was. I did. It was not. very impromptu. I, I will, I'll, I'll, well, I'll remember to do that okay, this week. Um, well, get re- sort of ready. 
Let me let me put my notes up. Just give me a sec. And I'll put them in. Um. So, last week, I'm I don't know what lines we had, but let's just say we had these, and we'll try to remember what we did. Nebraska at Ohio State was minus twenty six, and I believe we both we, had we both OSU. said Ohio State picked OSU. Yes. Um, and Ohio State covered. I'm pretty sure. Let's see where they're. So we're one to know. One to there. Yeah. Wait. Usually, we, yeah, just just for the record, usually Tim and I talk about this before, so we don't have a complete no. Mess well, on it's air. just totally <laughs> impromptu. We kind of don't care, right? Yeah. Now. yeah MSU right. just lost to Rutgers. We don't give a shit. We don't really give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So we actually we got that one right. Okay. Let's see. Penn State, Penn, Penn State, Indiana. I think you picked Penn State. I picked Indiana. Indiana won outright. Okay. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Good job, Ryan. All right. What the fuck, James Franklin? <laughs> um, <laughs> Trusty James I, Franklin was your first. Right. I took Michigan. Team. You took Minnesota. I remember that. Wrong. Yep. Two and one. Two and one. Um, I picked Rutgers. You picked Michigan State. So. Two and three two, and three and one. Did we pick any others? I don't think so. Uh, per do we pick Purdue? I don't think we picked. Nor Maryland yeah. Northwest. I think we just skipped the inconsequential games. Maryland okay. Northwestern. Like, why would we ever pick that? For, for, <laughs> yeah. By the way, Northwestern beat Maryland by like forty points, and that might be. Uh, Maryland might be the only team MSU beats this year. So well. There we go. Keep that scheduled on your yeah. calendar. So, um, all right. So now we can look at the ones getting into this up, week's. Yeah. yeah, this week's games. We might as well just pick them all. I mean, what the hell? Why not? Uh, Minnesota, Maryland, tomorrow at seven thirty. Minnesota uh, favored by twenty. It's at Maryland. <laughs> I think I actually think Minnesota is going to cover that spread. <laughs> Maryland's so bad. Minnesota, Maryland, and oh, it's Maryland. Man. It's Minnesota by twenty. Yep. All right, I'm going to take Minnesota as well, but they better not forsake me. Okay, one second. I'm putting it in. This is a lot easier when you and I are both together. We have a computer. Yeah. I mean, I have the computer right in front of me, and I could do it too. I'll I'll just I'll just send them to you once we're done. Uh, whatever. I'm already doing it. So, uh, Purdue, uh, MSU. No, we're gonna pick that one last. I, I mean, I already pretty much already said my pick, but uh, Purdue, Illinois, Purdue by seven. Games at Illinois. Purdue also beat Iowa on I, Saturday. Dude, I. It's like pointless for me to pick this. You probably just don't. Have... <laughs> okay, what was the line? Seven. Purdue by by seven at in Champaign. I'm gonna take home team. Okay, I've got the same thing. Uh, next game. Pulling it up. Uh. Northwestern at Iowa. Iowa is only favored by two and a half. I've got Iowa covering that for sure. I'll take that as well. All right. Iowa two and a half. 
Okay, next game. Um, Wisconsin-Nebraska got canceled. So, game of the week, Ohio State, Penn State, at Penn State, OSU favored by 12 and a half. Ooh, man, this is actually a pretty tough one. Oh, Ohio State. Uh, you're going to pick Ohio Penn State to cover that? Yeah, Ohio State just I, destroys I, I, everyone. Penn State's going to be real desperate. This is – And they're at – Yeah. I, I, I hate picking it's games an empty, too. It's when an I'm, empty like, Happy Valley. Uh, I'm going to pick Penn All right, State. I'm taking Ohio I'm State. Cover. I don't think they win, but I think they cover. That's fair. And the last game of the week, our game. Uh, wait, do we have Illinois? Do we have? In- oh, we didn't do Indiana Rutgers. Sorry, Indiana Rutgers bat- battle of unbeatens. Indiana is at R- Rutgers, and they're favored by eleven and a half. Um, let's see. I'm gonna I've go. Got, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick, pick Rutgers home team. Home really double okay. digit. Home team dogs. All right, I've got I've got Indiana covering that. I think Indiana's going to shellack them. Uh, last game, uh, our game, Michigan, MSU, Michigan by twenty four and a half. Tim, who you got? Yeah, I'm going to take Michigan to cover. So am I. <laughs> it's gonna get ugly. I mean, that's only like uh, three touchdowns a change. That sounds so obvious. Yeah. Like that's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty easy pick. Actually, most of the money's going on MSU now, which is kind of surprising. But uh, most of the money's probably gonna lose. Yep, probably uh, not gonna not gonna be pretty. Uh, I think pretty much everybody that's listening knows that at this point. Um, they blew them out last so year. Gonna, Michigan State got worse. Michigan they, they might did. have gotten better. Do the math. Michigan was, yeah, it, it, it was, I mean, at that point, I think that team had given up. And I, I, I really hope this team hasn't. Uh, it's a new staff, so maybe they'll play for them. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's. MSU football is kind of bleak right now. I mean, it's not fair to say this is a – and I'm not going to say anything like that. Like, this Tyro is a failure already. Like, that's just not fair to this coaching staff. I mean, come on, man. I, this this is a new staff. And, yeah, I get Rutgers has a new staff. But at least Chiano came in with a lot of familiarity with Rutgers. Like, he had coached there for years as a head coach before. He got hired in two months earlier so he could go through the – he had a good chance to go through the transfer portal and pick guys up. Mel didn't really have that shot. Uh, and we saw a lot of those transfer portal guys make a big impact in that game for Rutgers. I mean, their quarterback was from Nebraska. Uh, these are grad transfers that were eligible right away, by the way, I believe. Uh, Michael Dwoomfor from Michigan, Brendan uh, White from Ohio State all had a big impact on that game. So I think that Mel, after this offseason, is going to hit the – portal pretty hard i think that we're going to bring some guys in uh who i have who the hell knows i mean we got a whole season to go until we really see what's going on with the portal so uh well yeah i mean gonna get ugly this weekend don't get your hopes up just i mean just 
try and be patient with his new coaching staff. Uh, yeah, they can't go 0-9. They have to at least win a game somewhere, and hopefully they improve as the season goes on. But, I mean, just be patient, people. Uh, it's not fair to judge this new staff just based off one game. So just give it, give it some time, see where it goes. Uh, Tim, that's pretty much all I got. I mean, we ran an hour, so solid show. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully there's a miracle on Saturday. Highly doubt it'll happen, but uh, fuck Michigan. And- Dylan, up ahead, Winston. No one near him, and he's going to come out with it. And Michigan.